Okay, so we are continuing the third installment of learning about the Avayda Siyama Kippurim. And we left off last week um, on the... Uh, on the chart here, on the sheet, we left off at the top of the second column, the top of the left-hand column, which was after the Kohen Gadol finished the Avaydas Yom Kippurim, um, the everything that was done in the Heichal, in the Kaisha Kadashim at the Mizbeach, and we talked about Rikas last week at the end about Kriya Satira, which was number 18, and then after he finishes, he then goes Mekadish Adayim Vraglaim for the fourth time of the day, goes to the mikvah for the third time of the day, puts on his big day zav, and once he's wearing his big day zav, he does Kiddush Adayim Raglaim again for the fifth time of the day, and that's where we are holding. And uh, if you want to follow along in a Chumash, so we're in Vayikra, Perak Tezayin. And as we mentioned last week, that everything to Pasuk Chav Beis went in order, and it was simple to follow. And Chav Beis was the sending of the Sar Zazel, which was 15 on the sheet. But then, after that, everything went a little off schedule. So, we had, um, we had uh, the Kayangadu taking out the Amurim of the Parvasar, which was number 16, um, which was not anywhere in the Torah, but number 17 we mentioned was... Pasuk, again, we're in Parak Tezayin, Vayikra Parak Tezayin. So everything was up to, till Pasuk of Beis, everything was in order. And then, the number 17, which was the sending of the power and the soil outside the city, that was actually Pasuk Chav, um, Chav Zayin. Chav Zayin. That the Parachatas, the bodies, were taken out of the Machna and they were burnt over there. Okay, so now... The Kohen Gadol is wearing his big day zav, and whenever he wears his big day zav, that's when he does things that are not in the Heichel. He does things outside, wearing his regular clothing. So, number 19 on the sheet is actually Pasuk. Um, where is it? Pasuk Chav Dalid. Pasuk Chav Dalid. And in Pasuk of Dalit, the Pasuk says, So this is actually him changing into the big day Zahav. So we had learned in the beginning of the Parsha that when he changes into big day Lavan, he goes to the Mikvah. Here he's changing out of his big day Lavan into his big day Zahav. It doesn't mean his personal clothing, it means his normal clothing. A normal Kayin Gadol clothing, which is the big day Zahav. So this is number 19 and 20 on the sheet, is where he goes out, so he's out in the Azara by the regular Mizbeach HaChitzayin, and he's bringing his Ayel, which is an Ayla, and the Ayla of, and the Ayel of Klal Yisrael. Way back in the beginning of the Parsha, when it said what the Kain Gadol has to bring, it says, Bezayis Yavayin HaLakaydish, Bifar Ben Bakar Lechatas, 
that we already did. That was his power inside. This is the Ayla that we're talking about right now. And it said, what do you take from Kla Yisrael? Shnei Sirei Izim Lechatas, we said. Sar la Hashem, Sar la Zazel. Echa So they, he still has an aisle, they still have an aisle. So those are both oilas and are done outside. And that's number 19 and 20 on the sheet in Pasuk Havdalit. Va'asa Esai Lasei Ve'esai Las Ha'am. He does the oila and the oilas Ha'am. Now, the next thing that he does on the sheet is number 21, which is not anywhere in Parshas Acharemais. It's the Karbonus Musaf. Karbonus Musaf of every day. Now, there's a major machlaikas in the Gemara Musaf Yuma. Exactly, the Karbonus Musaf are split into two parts and brought at different times. And there's a machlaikas exactly when that occurred. The way I have it here on the sheet is the way Rashi has it in the Parsha Zacharemais, where he has right now, number 21, bringing the first half of the Musafim. Akrovas Miksas HaMusafim. In the Piyutim, it's not as simple. Um, I don't remember if Nusach Ash, how Nusach Ashkenaz has it. Let me see if I quickly could find it. Um, what's that? <coughs> oh, so, one second. Yeah, so Nusach Ashkenaz, he has it actually um, over here as well. It says, he does Eloi ve'el ha'am. And then it says, Shrav chatas umusafin hikriv kechaik. So he brought the, we'll see what that means in a moment, but the musafim, he brought some of the musafim now. Um, the Svard one has him bringing the first half of the Musafim, all the way with the Shechitas HaTamid, by number one, all the way in the morning, and the second half of the Musafim now. We have, the way I have it from Rashi, is the first half of the Musafim now, the second half will be later. Again, it's Tali in Machleksim in the Gemara, and... Um, um, I don't know. That's the reason? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's more convenient, but I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but I think there's problems with... I, forget, I can't remember which one. Maybe the Ashkenaz one. The Ashkenaz one. There's certain issues with the Ashkenaz one that don't, don't seem to be bedikduk. There's a, the Chayadam actually makes some corrections in them. And the Ashkenaz one to bring it. This might be one of them that the Ashkenaz one doesn't do the Musafim like anybody. Now, the way he has it, it's not like any Mandamar in the Gemara, if I remember correctly, I think. But, anyways, so, but in our, for, for our uh, learning over here, so Akravas mixes Musafim is 21. And then number 22 is Pasuk Chafhei. If you remember, in number 16, before he sent out the bodies of the Par and the Sar, he took out the fats that have to be burnt on the Mizbeach. The bodies get burnt outside the city. But there's fats, uh, the chelev and the kloyas, all that stuff is called chelev hachatas. Flavdafka only uh, chelev, kloyas, kidneys are not chelev, but it means all that goes along to be burnt on the mizbeach. So now here in number 22, veis chelev hachatas yakter. Mizbeach Rashi says, emure par visar. Chatas, even though it's a Lashon Yachid, it means both chatois, the par and the sar, they get burnt on the mizbeach. 
I just read it, the way I read it from the Ashkenaz, he had burning of the Chattas before the Musaf, and he had 21 and 22 inverted. But this is the way Rashi has it, 21 and then 22. But it was in this neighborhood, and he's wearing his big days of, is when he um, brings the Imurim of the Par and, um, and the Sawyer. Okay, now... Now the Kayan Gadol has to do one more thing that is left to do in the Kaidish HaKadoshim. He's already brought the Kataris and the Kaidish HaKadoshim. He's already brought the Dama Par, the Dama Sawyer. What's left to do? What's left to do is he has to clean up. He has to clean up. He left in the Kaidish HaKadoshim a shovel, a machda full of coals and a calf that used to have Kataris in it and burning Kataris is left there in the Kaidish HaKadoshim. So now, we, know, we already know that any time he changes from gold to white clothing, he has to go to the mikvah. So he goes and he does Kiddush Adayim V'Raglaim, number six of the day. Takes off his big day Zav, puts, goes to the mikvah, the fourth tvil of the day. Puts on his big day Lavan. Once he's wearing his big day Lavan, again, Kiddush Adayim V'Raglaim, number seven. And now, number 23 is Pasuk Chav Gimel. This is the Pasuk that started everything going out of order. If you read the Pasuk, the Pasuk makes no sense. If you read it, he comes into the Ayomayid. And he takes off his clothing and he leaves them there. Obviously, that's not what happens. If you read, he doesn't go into the Kayash HaKadashim, take off his clothing and leave them there. So Chazal tell us, Period. He comes into the Almayid. What does he do in the Almayid? Well, he only has one thing left to do in the Almayid, and that is to take out the Kaf and the Machta. To take them out. So that's number 23, Haitzos Kaf and Machta. He wears his big day love in there, and he goes in to take out the Kaf and the Machta. Period. Now that he comes out, now that he comes out, and he's going to change back into his big days of, so he takes off his big day habad, the Pasuk continues, Asher lavash sham. He leaves them there. Where is there? So he doesn't leave them on the side of the mikveh, right? He went to, he's going to the mikveh here. He takes off his clothing. He's not v'nicham sham. So Rashi tells us, Hinicham sham means he leaves them there, meaning they can't be used again. You can't use them again for another Yom Kippur. Big day lavan are used one kip at a time. So vinicham sham means he leaves them, meaning he's never going to use them again. Not literally leaving them on the floor of the mikvah, but vinicham sham they have now been left. They're not used again. This is, this is um, whether or not he's changing with the same white ones all day or different ones. Right, either one, either one, whatever he wore. Right, because it says the ksayinus was a different. The Gemara talks about the ksayinus was a different value. So much a chachma about that too. But um, but whatever the big day lavan he wore, right? Those v'nicham sham shetunim gniza. There is a meshachachma that says pshat in Yerushalmi that says that the um, Yerushalmi says one of the reasons why the Kayin Gadol does not go into the Kaidish Hagadashim in his big days of because like I think the Lashon So the Meshachachma explains because since every year you need a new pair. 
So if he's going to go on with his big day zav, can you imagine what it is to get the the the, the chayshin again? One one uh, right, one uh, one uh, stone. The yashve was missing. They dava benesina charged him a hein rav of money for it. That's what it cost, right? Even at, even when he gave them the cheaper price at the end, it was still a hein rav of money. So that's that is a meshachachma like that. So fine. So v'nicham shami leaves them there. So this pasuk is the one that threw us out of order. Now, why? Just stop for a moment before we finish up here. And explain what's going on over here. What was wrong here that the Torah had to go out of order? In other words, if we now know the Pasuch of Gimel, Uva Aaron Eloel Mayed, means he went in to take the Kaf and the Machta. That means there's something he has to do with the Kaidish HaKadoshim. So, so the, um, the, the, the Pasuch was going in order here, and it says that he did the Sar La Zazel, and then the next thing should be that he should go in and take out the Kaf and the Machta. Really, when you read the Psukim, it makes a lot of sense. After he finishes the Sar La Zazel, what's left for him to do in Big Day Lavan? One last thing. So the Pasuch really seems to be very in order. After Pasuch of Beis, let him go right in while he's wearing his big day lavan. Let him go in, take out the kaf and machta, and gamarnu. Why? Because I'll come along and say, like Rashi brings down, This whole Pasuch's out of order. What's Taka the Pshat? If we were translating the Torah and we were showing a person, we were making a sheet for the Kayan Gadol, follow along instructions, it makes a lot of sense. He's wearing his big day lavan, finish number 18 on our sheet, go to straight to number 23, take out the kaf and machta, and gamarnu. Why is the Torah here, Chazal telling us that Torah is out of order? It would seem to us the Torah really should be in order. It looks like it's in order. And Chazal come along and say, no, they not, don't do this. Change and change again. So the answer to that, the Gemara tells us, Gemiri, the Gemara says, that the Kohen on Yom Kippur has to go to the mikveh five times and has to wash his hands and feet ten times. Because every time he goes to the mikveh, he washes twice. So that's halacha l'moy That every time he changes from big day love into big day zav, he goes to the mikveh, and that must occur five times. Why? Not our business. That's halacha l'moy That's what Rabbanisham wants. So l'chayra, if we're going to have the Kayin Gadol, while he's wearing his big day lavan, go take out the kaf and machta, and then change his big day zav, that's it. He only went three times. We need him to do another two changes, to big day zav and then to big day lavan, because the given here is that there has to be five tefillahs, which means five changes. So therefore, Chazal came along and they said, if Pasuch of Gimel follows Pasuch of Beis, and while he's wearing his big day love and he's going to take out the Kaf and Machta, we're going to have a problem. We're going to be missing two Tvilas today. So Chazal came along and said, No, you got to push this later somewhere, get him changed and changed again, and then we'll be okay. So now the question is, so why did the Torah write it this way? So the easiest answer for that is, the Ramban says this in numerous places in Chumash, that a lot of times when the Torah is talking about a certain topic, the Torah has a choice. And there's, let's say, a couple details left to finish up the topic. So the Torah has a choice. Should we just finish up the topic even though those last few details may not be in the right place? Or should we go jump around and then we'll come back to it? The Torah says, you know what? 
Big Day Lavan, we've gone with 3 to 18 in Big Day Lavan. We have one last little Pasuk left. We're going to say it right here because it's in the Big Day Lavan. You, Chazal, will have to figure out where to put it in the right place. That's better for us, says the Torah, says the Rabbi Nishab, than for us to go in order and jump back and forth. We're going to give the whole unit of Big Day Lavan in the same place. That's the simple pshat in understanding this. The Ramban writes this in other places. I think in Parshas Tazriya Mitzray, I think he writes this in other places as well. There's a beautiful Vilna Gain here, Meridika Vilna Gain. So the Vilna Gain comes along and says like this Till now, we learned this Parsha, it hasn't mentioned the word Yaim Akipuram once. Since the beginning of the Parsha, we're holding already, uh, we Pazachov Zayin almost, right? We've gone back and forth in Pesukim here. It doesn't say Yom Kippur once. All of a sudden, in Pasuk of Tess, it says, You know when you do this, But when you read the parish, you don't see anything about Yom Kippur. Now Rashi already was cognizant of this. And Rashi was afraid somebody might say, Hold on one second, you could do this whenever you want. If I want to go into the Kaidish HaKadoshim, the parsha starts, if you can't do what you want, if you do the following, you can come in. Rashi said, Rashi says, don't make any mistakes, you can do this when you want. We're mean Yom Kippur, like it's going to say in the end of the parsha in Pasuk Haftes. That's how Rashi says it, and that's the Pashapshat. However, there's a Medrash that says, that that is true after Aaron Akayin. Any Kayhanim after Aaron Akayin could only go in on Yom Kippur with this Avoida. But Aaron Akayin in the Midbar was allowed to go into the Kaidish HaKadoshim whenever he wanted, as long as he followed Bezois Yovay Aaron Al And that's why the Psukim are all Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. It doesn't say anything about Yom Kippur, because when it's Aaron in the Midbar, he could do it when he wants. There's a Meshachachmo who explains it, a very famous Meshachachmo explains it with the words of a Zipporne somewhere. But what's the understanding? Why was Aaron allowed to do what he wanted? So the Meshachachmo explains that really we have to understand what was this Gantzik Kapara that went on in the Kodesh HaKadoshim with the Dam and the Paraiches and the Mizbeach. What are we being Mechaper for? So we glossed over those psukim, but numerous times when the Pasuk talks about it, V'chipar ala Kodesh mitumais b'nei Yisrael. Right? V'tiharoi um, v'kidshoi. Tum and tahara is going on over here. So Rashi says in Pasuk Tezayin, you want to know what this is coming for? This is coming for al-hanichnasim l'mikdosh bitumah. All these kaparas of the dam are going on someone who comes into the base ha-mikdosh bitumah v'loinoi d'lehem b'saif. And they don't know about it. The guy knows about it. He brings the carbonite l'v'yairin. If he did it b'shaigik. If he didn't know, he doesn't end up finding out about it. He needs a kapara, this kapara. What if he does it b'mezid, umi pisheyem? There's no karbanis if you walk into the base hamigdash, b'mezid tamay. This takes care of that as well. That's why, v'tiyaroi v'kidshoi, from tumayis b'nei Yisrael, mi tumayis b'nei Yisrael, says the Pasuk. This is coming for, for tumas mikdash. That's what the kapara of all the dam. The kapara of the sarlaz. Also, that's all the other averis of Klai Yisrael. But all what's going on here, so we have to do it in the Kayesh HaKadoshim, just in case someone came in Tameh, a worker maybe, sometimes they go in there. 
um, you have to do it for the Heichel, that's the Paraiches, you have to do it with the Mizbeach Hazav. Each stage in the Mishkan, in the Beis Hamikdash, needs its own Kapara from the Tumah. So says the Meshachachma that Ledairais, you have a Beis Hamikdash, you have a Mishkan, person comes in there to bring Karbanis, it's not like such a common affair. So the fact that someone might come in by mistake Tameh and not know about it or come in B'mezid wasn't such a common occurrence. So once a year, the Rabbi Nisham says, once a year, that's going to help for that. But during the times of the Midbar, everyone lived in close vicinity to the Mishkan. Not only that, according to one Manda Omar, Basar Taiva was also by Midbar. If you wanted to eat meat, you can't go shech to uh, the cow in your backyard to have steak for supper. You've got to go bring a carbon to the base of Migdash, carbon shlamim, Kayin gets some of it, Hashem gets some of it, and you'll get some of it. So it was, very, it was a very common occurrence for people being in and out of the Mishkan. It was very, people were close by. You had to come all the time if you were hungry for meat. So the fact that it was susceptible for Tumas Migdash was much more common in the Midbar. And therefore, Aaron HaKayin, with his Chachmas, Ruach HaKadosh, I don't know with what. If he felt, you know what? It's time, we need a, we need a reset. We need to be Mitar the Mikdash. Maybe uh, there was an influx of people. Maybe he saw people were being so nizer. He can't wait till next Yom Kippur. Maybe things are time. People don't know. So that says the Meshachachma is why Aaron was allowed in at any time. He was allowed at any time if he felt the need to come in to do Tumas Mikdash Vikadashov, which was much more dangerous in the Midbar, he was allowed to do it. Okay, so now it makes sense why Aaron's allowed to do it when he wants. But let's say on a regular day, uh, you know, uh, today, let's say, right, in, uh, what's today, Chafbeis Tishrei, Chafbeis Elul, Aaron HaKayin decides, you know what, I gotta go do the Avodah Yom Kippurim today because we have to be Matar the Mikdash. Okay, he opens up his Parsha Zacharemais and he follows and he does everything. Kinira, he also does the Sar Azazel, even though that's not Thomas Mikdash. The Kadashav, it sounds like, he, he follows the order, and then he says, okay, what should I do next after Pasuch of Beis? Well, on Yom Kippur, I got to go change back and forth, because on Yom Kippur, there's Allah Chalamayish Sinai that I got to go five times. That Allah Chalamayish Sinai wasn't said on Chav Beis Elul. It wasn't said in the middle of Cheshvan, in the middle of Kislev. It was only said on Yom Kippur. But on a re- regular day, let me do what makes the most sense, which is I'm already wearing my big day lava. I'll go in and take out the kaf and the machta. I don't need to do it. So on a regular day, Pasuch of Gimel is right after Pasuch of Beis. It's actually in order. So says the Grah that when you read the Parsha, the Parsha is talking about Aaron Akayin numerous times. Bezois Yavai Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Only at the end we say, and other Kayanim Gidoilim Ledoiris. So I'm about Aaron. So I'm about Aaron in the Midbar. Does it say anything about Yom Kippur, says the Grah? No. Doesn't say anything till the end. Why? Because Aaron is allowed to go whenever he wants. So if he goes whenever he wants, it's actually in, 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 in the chronological order. When he goes whenever he wants on a regular day, so then after Pasuch Havbeis, let him go and take out the Kaf and Machda, then go do the outside stuff. And Yom Kippur, Chazal came along and said, okay, Yom Kippur is different because the Lachal So the Gra is saying that actually for Aaron, not on Yom Kippur, which is what the Psukim are talking about because it has not yet mentioned Yom Kippur, Pasuch of Gimel is actually in its exact 
proper space. After he's wearing his big day lavan, let him go and get it. There's no Aloch Lamashim Yisinai today. When you get to the end of the parish and it says, and this is any Kayin Gadol Adaris, V'chipar HaKayin Asher Yimshach Yisai, and that's Chukah Tzaylam once a year. Oh, for that? For that, we have Aloch Lamashim Yisinai. Five times he has to go to the mikvah. Now we got to play around the psukim here. Things, Ein Zemekayim Meishel Mikrezeh. Why is it there? Says the Grah, because there's a time that it is actually actually in the proper order. That's a pshat from the Grah. Okay, so now, the Kayin Gadol takes out the Kaf and the Machta. We mentioned this, we'll say one other var before we finish up here. The, the, we mentioned this once in Shul once, I don't remember when. Maybe Parsha Sacharemites. A var from Chatzka Abramski. Chatzka Abramski got up in Slavotki Yeshiva before Tzkiyas Rosh Hashanah and he said, L'chaira, it's a very interesting thing. We know the Kayin Gadol going into the Kayish Kadashim is a major zach. Right? It's a major thing. You know, once a year he does major things in there. And yet, we allow him to go in to clean up. Right? Take out the kaf and the mach. There's no other avoider there. Again, putting on his clothing, understand all the Allah Lamashimisianites, but understanding what the Torah wants, why does he need to go back in to take out the kaf and the machta? Lechaira, let him leave it there. And next year, when he comes in the first time to bring the Ketiris with his kaf and the machta, he'll take out last year's kaf and machta. Why do we need to be matter him to go into the Kedush HaKadoshim, which is such a serious thing, just to take out the kaf and the machta? Leave it there. Doesn't hurt anybody. Doesn't bother anybody. No one's going to see it for another year. So finish. He'll pick it up next year when he comes back. Rebchatz Gabramski. So said, it can't be. You cannot have something in a holy place that's just doing nothing. When you're in a Makkim Kaddish, you got to be stagging. you got to be stagging. You can't be stagnant. If it's doing an Avaidah, it's stagging. Sitting there for a year and doing nothing? No, no, no. That, that's not in a Makkim Kaddish. Not in a Kaddish HaKadosh. If you don't have things that do nothing. If you're in a Makkim Kaddish, you got to be doing something. He said, he said, here in Yeshiva, he's on Yeshiva, he says, Amali says, the Bakr stagging. He's not stagging, okay, but he's not bothering anybody. No, it doesn't work that way. You got to stag. It's not enough. That's not called success. Now, it's a degree of success that he's not out in the streets and, you know, slipping down, but it's not a mahalach. A person has to know if you're in a holy place, you take a stag, you take a stag, you have to stag. And that's the lesson that he was telling the Bachram and the Yeshiva before Tkia Shaifer. Are you staging or not? You're in a holy place. So that's his word of the Kafmach. There's a Meshachach Magrad who says, uh, he says, Takapshad, Uva Ara in loyal Maid. What's his Lashon? Uva Ara in loyal Maid. What's the Uva? Because he also says, You might have thought that, you know what? This is not a real Avaidah. So why does Aaron Akayin have to go through the front door of the Kaidish HaKadoshim? You find that the, the workers who used to fix things in the Kaidish HaKadoshim, they came through like a trap door in the ceiling, and uh, they were lowered down in a box. And we find that to be Chayev for Bias Mikdash, when you come into the base HaMikdash, whether it's Bituma or whether it's, it's uh, uh, Bia Reikonis, you're not supposed to be there, you have to come, Uva means Derech Bia. You have to come the normal way. If you fall through the, to the roof of the Kayesha Kadashim inside, you shouldn't be there, but you may not be Chayev the same way as you come through the front door. So he says, you might have thought, what's the Kayin Gadol doing already? Going to take out the Kaf and the Machta? So it's a Shvacha, a Shvacha Avoida. So let him come through the back door. 
says the Pastor, no, uva aren't all mine. He comes through the front door. When you come in, this is something, make sure uva derech bia. Come derech bia. So again, you see already the Mepharshah, this idea of the kaf and machta, they're having a little hardship of trying to figure out, but kacha, that's what the Rabbi Nisham wants. Okay. This will teach you to clean up after yourself. That's for sure. Right. For sure. That's the lesson. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's why if we would have the, you know, if we would say he takes off his bugadim in Icham Sham, right, we didn't have a kasha. So yeah, you leave it by the mikvah. Somebody will pick it up, right? You know what I mean? My you know, mother will pick it up. The maid will pick it up. You know what I'm saying? But Chazal uh, said, it can't be. Vinicham Sham. Okay. Fine. So now he finishes the Kafe Machta. As we said, he put out his big days off. He's done with his big day loving. They can't be used anymore. So now what's left? What's left is number 24, is Shiarei HaMusafim. He had brought the first half of the Musafim in number 21. Now he brings the second half of the Musafim. Number 25 is the rest of the Avedas of a normal day, which is the Shechitas Tamit Shabbat Arbayim, the Kabbalah, the Lach of the Zriko, all of that. He's Makhtar the Kataris again. You do it in the morning. He do it in the evening, and halakas haneiros. Now he lights the menaira at the end of the day. That's all done in the big days of. Once he's done with his big days of, so now he does kiddush number ten. He does kiddush number ten because he's still wearing his clothing before he takes them off. He takes off his clothing, but now he's not changing to any big day kahuna. So there's no mikvah. He had already gone to the mikvah five times. He's gone to the mikvah five times. Levisha's big day atzmai. Now he puts on his own personal clothing. This is really bigadav, not the bigadav of the Pasuk, which meant big day zav, bigadav. And that's it. He puts on his big day atzmai, and he has finished the Avadis Yamakipurim. And like it says in the Piyot, the Yamtif Hayaisa, they would make a Yamtif for him. They would accompany him home, make a, a Yamtif. Then he came out of the Kaidish Akadashim, believe Vega, that nothing, he didn't get hurt. At that point, the Python also writes, somewhere along those lines, he would get a message all the way from the Midbar, the Azazel, that it was thrown off, that the red string turned white, all of those things, and that would just add to the Simcha of Klai Yisrael, that he was able to finish here, the Avay Desayam Kippurim. And then we would say over there in the Piyot, you know, uh, that uh, unfortunately, we say, Ashriyam Shekachalai, to be able to see such a thing, and to be able to experience such a thing. But unfortunately, we don't have it. And we dive into the Rabbeinu Shalalam, that, that our lips, our Svaseinu, our Tfilas, should be Nishama for all that we're missing with the Beis Hamikdash. And we can still have it, Bez Hashem, this year. We can still have Binyam Beis Hamikdash and Avay Desayam Kippurim. But if Chas Vashalom, we don't, hopefully, I'm hoping that everyone has a new insight here into the Avaida. And now, when you, if you follow along in the Svard, it's mamish easy. It's so easy reading, you can read it, mamish reads, mamish like a book. And now, if you understand what's going on, Ashkenaz is much more poetic. He uses hard words. He says, doesn't say lavash, he says ut. If you don't know what ut means, it means to wear. But you don't know what these are. These mamish, in what takes the Svard, Nusach, three lines to say, the Ashkenaz says in three words. You know what I mean? And so, so, but again, once you know it already, you follow along, it's. Um, it's much more understandable and much more um, and much more uh, and, and very and very meaningful um, to, to, to see what's going on in the Vaidis Yamakipurim and we should talk to a kapara from the Rabbi Shalom.